Is cybersecurity a profession? And if not, should it be? Hello, I'm Eric Chambro of Information Security Media Group. And to answer that question, I'm pleased to be joined by Diana Burley, an associate professor at the Graduate School of Education and Human Development at George Washington University and co-author of a just-released paper from the National Academy's National Research Council entitled Professionalizing the Nation's Cybersecurity Workforce, Criteria for Decision-Making. Dr. Burley co-chairs the National Research Council's committee that examined the professionalization of the cybersecurity workforce. Welcome, Diana. Thank you. Before we address the question regarding professionalizing the cybersecurity workforce, first define what is a profession? Profession is, starts as an occupation, and it moves forward from there where it has there are professional boundaries associated with that so that we know exactly what activities, skills, and, and knowledge requirements there are for that occupation. But then there are additional criteria that are required for the individual to perform the work, whether there are ethical standards, educational requirements, certification requirements, something that sets them apart from other people who might perform the duties in that role, but not in a professionalized manner. Where do we stand now with cybersecurity people? I think that we have a mix of people who work in cybersecurity. Uh, and I think one of the first takeaways from our report is that cybersecurity should not be considered a profession. It should be considered a field, and a field that is made up of many different occupations, some of which should be professionalized and, and some of which should not. Can you give an example or two? Our committee's work stopped short of identifying which specific occupations ought to be professionalized. What we did was we defined a set of criteria that individuals within the field ought to use in order to determine whether or not a specific occupation should move along the path toward professionalization depending upon the particular goals of professionalization for that occupation. What would be the impact of professionalizing some of these occupations? There are trade-offs with professionalizing any occupation, and the trade-offs are both positive and negative. On the positive side, professionalization can set a standard set of, of core values and ethical standards. It can raise the stature of that particular occupation in the eyes of the public. It can raise public trust. It can set a certain level of skill requirements and skill expectations for individuals within that particular occupation. But professionalization also has consequences. It shortens the supply or narrows the supply pipeline for individuals to enter that field because it raises barriers to entry. It adds additional requirements. Professionalization activities have to be done in a very thoughtful way to make sure that the professionalization mechanisms do, in fact, match the professionalization goals. For the occupation. Who determines whether a certain occupation or field is a uh, profession? I mean, there's no formal formal certification, is there? Well, there's no formal certification, certainly, in, in cybersecurity. Um, and to a large extent, the members of that field make some determination about where they believe the, the occupation is on the spectrum of professionalization, and they can work to, together to determine uh, when different activities are necessary, if there is an external body that has some role and that is made up of whether it's government entities or members of that particular occupation, they can work together to, to make those determinations. So it can vary. If we have a core set of knowledge and skills and we know what individuals in that particular occupation need to know and to do, 
then we can begin to address some of the professionalization mechanisms. But it all depends on the goal. If the goal is to raise the standard of quality for individuals performing that job, then particular professionalization mechanisms such as requiring um, skill-based exams, degrees or certifications might be appropriate mechanisms to professionalize those occupations. If, on the other hand, it's not a question of the quality of the skill set of the individuals, but it's a question of quantity and needing to have additional people enter the workforce, then there are other mechanisms that we might need to, to undertake. So we have in the situation now in the federal government, in fact, there's a a, a DHSIG report that came out talking about a shortage of cybersecurity professionals or, or occupations or positions in the Department of Homeland Security. Would professionalization at all have any impact on that? I mean, there's a big discussion going on right now about the defining different occupation categories. Right. There is a big discussion about that right now. And, and part of the challenge that we found with reports such as the one that you cite is that the specific occupations weren't necessarily defined or associated with specific professionalization activities. And it's, it's our feeling that a blanket approach to professionalization activities will do more harm to the development of the cybersecurity workforce than good. And so we really have to take an approach that looks specifically at each category and make determinations about what the goals of professionalization would be for that category and then what the proper mechanism for professionalization might be. Would professionalizing a specific occupation at all make it more difficult to find people in that area? Yes, it could. So, for example, for many entry-level positions in the federal government, there is a bachelor's degree requirement. For some of the highly technical fields, the technician-type, excuse me, not fields, occupations, but the technician-type positions, students are able to get those skills through a community college and get an associate's degree. And they could pass a test that would be a skill-based test to, to show and demonstrate that they have the, the requisite skills and abilities to do the job. But the professionalization mechanism that's in place is that bachelor's degree requirement. So in that instance, what the professionalization mechanism is doing is that it is actually making it more difficult to fill those positions without respect to whether or not the individuals vying for those positions have the requisite skill set. And so that's what we mean when we say that we really have to understand what the goal of the professionalization activity is and to make sure that that goal matches the particular mechanism that has been put in place to professionalize the occupation. The government should be careful in defining different occupations because you could end up excluding qualified people if you try to approach it in, uh, in what is recognized as a professional manner. They should be careful in, in determining professionalization activities and shy away from blanket approaches to professionalization. There is no one-size-fits-all and rather look occupational category by occupational category and determine what the goals of professionalization for that particular category are, and then apply an appropriate professionalization mechanism to meet that goal. Information security rapidly evolves, and so do skills required to secure it. 
occupations that no one has ever heard or even imagined to exist maybe a decade ago to become commonplace. Is such a rapid change a hindrance in the field of cybersecurity in these certain occupations to be determined the profession? Yes, absolutely. One of the key criteria for moving forward with a professionalization effort is that you are able to identify that core set of knowledge that needs that everyone in that profession needs to have. And if the field is rapidly evolving in such a manner, either because the technology continues to evolve or the nature of the threat continues to evolve, but if we're not able to have a stable enough, doesn't have to be completely stable, but it has to be stable enough that we are able to identify the basic core set of skills and abilities that an individual practicing in that occupation needs to have, then it is very difficult for us to design professionalization activities that would make sure that the individuals do, in fact, have that knowledge. So, yes, that is absolutely a concern. In the same vein, I know many people with different types of uh, skills or occupations, and they actually move about from one occupation to another within the cybersecurity field. I don't know if that's different from other professions or not. It seems to be a bit more, certainly more pervasive in cybersecurity. I think there's really two pieces to, to your question. One is that many individuals who consider themselves to be a part of the cybersecurity workforce also consider themselves to be a part of another workforce, whether that's a general IT workforce or a law enforcement workforce or some other aspect of their job. And so they, they're hybrid cybersecurity workers. When you put professionalization mechanisms in place for the cybersecurity aspects of their job, it necessarily takes time and attention away from the activities that they have to maintain for the other aspects of their job, oftentimes the overwhelming majority components of their job. And so if there is a challenge there for individuals who, who sit in these hybrid roles where cybersecurity is not the only thing that they do. The other piece of that is Part of defining an occupation is that there are occupational boundaries that clearly distinguish one occupation from another. And in addition to those boundaries, there are career pathways that are in place. When you have individuals who might have other components to their job, might move about in, and their job is frequently changing, it's very difficult to identify the career pathways and the occupational boundaries that would allow them to identify with that specific occupation, again, hindering their ability to engage in professionalization activities. You spend a lot of time and effort to produce this report. What do you hope the outcome of the report is? I hope that people will take a step back from some of the blanket approaches to professionalization and really begin to understand that it is not a question of quality or quantity, but it is a question of, of alignment and making sure that we are putting the right approaches in place that will help us to build a cybersecurity workforce of both the highest quality and sufficient quantity to meet the needs of the nation. Thank you, Diana. Thank you. I've been speaking with Dr. Diana Burley of George Washington University about the professionalization of the cybersecurity workforce. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.